Marks of Art is chubby. The Marks of Art. Oh my gosh, the video is hilarious. Okay, we're we're gonna we're gonna count down uh, player teams that are no longer in the playoffs. All right, Steve, you can do that. You gonna okay. do the countdown? I'm not ready. Hold on, I need to get mentally prepped. Somebody do some improv activities with me quickly. Okay, so you are Mike Babcock. And I have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Ray Ferraro's is Chicken Parm. Do you know why his name nickname's Chicken Parm? No. He, he literally ate Chicken Parm before every game. Okay, well, these are stories you should tell on the podcast. Okay, though. sorry. Yeah, come on, Darren. <laughs> You're wasting all the good material. <laughs> Brent's behind. Brock's Coxix. Philip on Forsberger. Henrik and Morty. All right, and thanks for joining us for another episode of the Winter's Coming Fancy Hockey Podcast with Alex Dillon and a friendly guest. I'm friendly. Alex. Ooh, I don't know. Tried a different intro. We said favorite guest last time, and I realized that maybe that's not completely true. Um, but I'm oh, Alex. Our friendly, our friendly <laughs> neighborhood guest, Stephen. I, uh, I live further from... I, I live the furthest of all of us. This right. is true. This year it is. Rel- relative to Vancouver, I'd say. Yes, relative to Ottawa, I am <laughs> the closest of all of us. Exactly. <laughs> I just thought I didn't want to specify that. Um, as always, Dylan is joining me, a.k.a just got eliminated and and um i'm your host already always eliminated and on the other on the other side of the planet no how far away is ottawa the other side of the country not even the other side of the country halfway around the world not even (laughs) it's like a five-hour flight right a five-hour flight away is our friend steven how are you I'm fantastic, guys. Thanks for having me on. It's uh, it's good to be back. Uh, Steve, we... last time you were on, you gave us a really detailed biography of your life. Um, do, you... <laughs> <laughs> do you see yourself doing that again? Uh, I, I do not. My life has not changed dramatically since the last time that we we recorded, so I don't think anything is going to change uh, I understand. in biography. I understand your uh, apartment recorded a shutout today. <laughs> you are you are correct that my apartment locked me inside yes thank you for, for sharing that for our thousands of listeners do you do you thousands know if, yeah dylan you should check our stats um for any potential uh sponsors that are listening yes we have thousands of international listeners and local ones in case any local businesses are interested um Including Ottawa, Vancouver, whatever's local to you. Um, do you get credit for that uh, that shutout in your stats, or does Megan? Uh, I think I think Megan gets credit for all the stats. Megan is going to steamroll me this week. I'm going to be <laughs> crying in the fetal position. So, Steve was Steve had the forethought to uh, email us. Uh, why is Megan? What did you say? Why is Megan such a meanie head? Why did she have to beat me so hard? I'm such a sad sad loser is that what you said Something i think like that's that. what i said yeah it, it's okay I, <laughs> and then immediately after he's like obviously that was the question for next week not this one <laughs> well steve i wouldn't lose too many too much hope um i don't know about you guys but it seems like this past week has just been like the week if not the month of just like massive upsets we had the first ever uh number 16 seed in the ncaa basketball tournament umbc um, beat uh, the number one overall seed, Virginia, which is something that's never been done before. Like the the parity in men's basketball, especially when you have like teams that can like under the table like pay players, is ridiculous. And to have like an engineering school beat a number one program like Virginia was just ridiculous. Um, that's of amazing. Course, yeah. Um, and then we have also seen uh, things like Leicester City, which was apparently the equivalent of like a uh, like an low tier AHL team winning the Stanley Cup. 
And I don't know. Do you have any thoughts about those? Well, I mean, there was another upset this week. Um, yeah, Putin won the Russian election. I know I think everyone saw that one coming I okay sorry guys I I know Steve you tweeted about the your disdain for the Toronto election where Rob Ford's brother won but like I am so thankful to live in a country where like voting actually matters voting actually matters (laughs) and like we don't have a fixed like hockey league that's just designed (laughs) to like help this this figurehead like get reelected but like it's a democracy masquerading as like I mean a monarchy masquerading as a democracy. I don't know if my political jargon's off, but Steve, Steve. help us out on this. We're getting too deep. <laughs> yes, it is great to live in a democracy. I don't, I don't disagree with that, with that sentiment. I don't know. I was hoping yeah. somewhere along the way you were going to say Ford was as bad as Putin. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, no, I once no, I once had a uh, in the height of like the um, the the Trump uh Kim Jong un like rocket boy thing like early in his presidency. I had someone like a coworker say that like say what you will about Kim Jong un, at least his people respect him. And I was like, <laughs> No they don't. <laughs> They'll just get killed if they say anything. Like, ah oh, my goodness. Yeah, um, that's, that's what it's like living in a totalitarian <laughs> regime where education is not something that the government is in any way involved in and actively dissuades. <laughs> Dylan, do you want to sit on a fence somehow? <laughs> you know, I just can't decide. You know, Kim Jong and Putin, they both have just such respect. They have merits. Yeah. Yeah, they're both. I mean, both of them. Look at their economies, right? <laughs> right <laughs> okay thanks Dylan. um uh, but, but that also, wasn't the upset that i was talking about though the upset you're talking about of course is derek the so-so yes. stevens beating up uh demolishing i would say uh brent's behind yeah nick prime <laughs> that is that is some prime phrasing <laughs> um <laughs> beating up brent's behind you just just demolishing it yeah um <laughs> yeah, Soso Stevens, uh, I mean, the the nasty secret about Brent's behind is that his goaltending has not been that solid recently. Um, his past couple of weeks of the regular season, his stellar duo of Pekka-Rina and Anton Vasilevsky, perhaps those rumors of Vasilevsky. Sorry, what did I say? Anton. Anton. Okay, Andre Vasilevsky. <laughs> no no deal, big guys. I just host a fanny hockey podcast. Um, no big deal. The rumors about his, uh, perhaps his tiredness or whatever is maybe propagating. What do you guys think? Oh, I watched, uh, which game was it? It was um, Tampa Bay and Boston last mm-hmm. week. Yeah. And Vasilevsky was, I, I don't know, it looked like his, he had butter on his skates, to be honest. Yeah. Um, he was flopping all over the place, pumping out rebounds. Dylan, um, who hasn't texted me in months, texted me to say, turn on the Boston game. Vasilevsky <laughs> looks exhausted. Um, like, he was just so happy to see that Nick was getting screwed. He wanted to share in that. Like, I don't know who's going to like this more. Uh, yeah, it was, think, it was sad yeah. to watch. I was also really happy because at that time in the week, I thought that I was going to win my matchup. Um, right. But uh, it didn't last very long. I mean, just taking a look at his last six games, uh, goals allowed, uh, six four three six three three, looking like a modern day Yaroslav Halak. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's just Greg is now on the other end of the podcast, yeah. just crying. Yeah, you, Greg uh, just picked up Halak. Uh, but of course, it was not a a uh, a matchup without its merits. I mean, both. Both really stellar performances in both goals and assists. Um, Nathan McKinnon, six goals, two assists for Derek. Uh, Evander Kane, who's found his second win in San Jose, four goals, mm-hmm. one assist. Wayne um, Simmons just came back, too. And uh, last week, he, he got back into his form, three goals, two assists. Right. And I, um, and I 15 think... 15 shots. And Steve, you ran the advanced stats on this, right? How good was Derek this week? Uh, Derek was fantastic this week, uh, and so was Nick. I, I think I have to double check uh, Sunday's numbers, but I think Nick would have beat 
any other team other than Derek. Wow. Yeah. So he got he got screwed on that matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick was not helped by having Mark Stone uh, and then an active roster spot sitting in his, <laughs> even though he hadn't played all week. Um, <laughs> well, it also, but, it also helped that Derek and, uh, sat his goaltenders after what was it? Uh, Three, three minutes of play by uh, <laughs> whoever it was. I think it was Niemi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just three minutes where he, you know, didn't get scored on, and that was enough for a for it to be a goaltender start. And uh, wow, and we should come. I mean, we should do an entire episode on how much we need to change the goaltender stats. All stats, game winning goals. Can I say? Yeah, hey, I guess that's what this we podcast game winning saves. This yeah. podcast is just being <laughs> us inventing different rules for fantasy hockey. That'll, that'll be a good off-season project because I understand we may be looking at uh, converting to a dynasty league, uh, which will be kind of this fun. league. Yeah, we cannot <laughs> convert this league to a dynasty league. No, 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 no. We we would redraft. I have streamed but... too many players <laughs> <laughs> to to want to keep any of them for more than this season. All right. Uh, the other upset was the. Um, was it? Oh yeah, it was uh Steve. Steve, what was my guess? Yeah. New Haven six four over Henrik and Morty. Why don't you take us what your what your gut was churning with throughout the week, or what was happening? Well, there. Well, throughout the can week. Can I just? Yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I, can I just guess what your strategy was for the week? <laughs> yeah, sure. Was it play all the players? <laughs> was it's that play- your motto for the week? It it was get anyone on the ice whatsoever. If if you can hold a stick, I I would like you to play. I I played I think almost uh, three six yeah I played eight players more than Greg did, just cycling through uh, available players and dropping them as quick as I could. Uh, but I mean, it helped that I was leading Greg for most of the week. I think I think at one point I was up eight nothing, and then that turned into ten nothing, and and by the time we got to the weekend, he was already emotionally destroyed and didn't think he had a shot. And, <laughs> right, and he didn't and even had play he anybody. Dro- when had he dropped players to to pick up anyone available, he could have easily beaten me. Yeah, I mean, to put it in perspective, uh, you guys had Henrik and Morty beat you 15-14 in terms of goals. Uh, in the Derek and uh, Nick match, or yeah, in the Nick matchup, it was tied 24-24. So it was like ridiculous, uh, uh, the the parody in this league. Um, do you want to shout out anyone on your team, Steve? Like, who did you, who were you impressed by? I mean, I see 11 penalty minutes by our... Swiss Army knife Tom Wilson, um, <laughs> yeah. but who, who's Tom the heart and soul of your team? Uh, well, I mean, Daniel Sedin was. He got me 12 penalty minutes and uh, seven shots on goal right before I dropped him for, I think, a bag of pucks. Um, mm-hmm. but Fantasy yeah, no, pucks? Fantasy pucks, yeah. Um, but, I mean, Tom Wilson was great for me. Uh, Zabinajad, four goals, three assists. Um one of those a game winning goal like i i had a bunch of players that worked out but really i think the person who deserves the cre- most credit is me for benching jake <laughs> allen's ass because <laughs> that man should not be in the nhl he doesn't he, not only does he not know how to stop pucks i'm not sure he knows what pucks are and <laughs> the oh he is his performance just makes me cry every he's night. won four of his last five starts though yeah, I know, but I won the goaltending categories of goals against and save percentage because I didn't play him. Have you seen? <laughs> did you look at his save percentage for those four or five starts? They haven't been good. Like his save percentage isn't bad, isn't good because apparently St. Louis doesn't give up too many shots, even though they've kind of stripped down their team this year. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I wasn't going to risk him getting win or, you know, the possibility of him getting wins, but, you know, of losing goals against and save percentage, which worked out for me because I beat uh, Greg and save percentage by point zero zero one. So right on. <laughs> there we go. We went to the thousandth of a point. Yeah. Um, perhaps the what can really define this matchup and I'll, we'll kind of close it off on this note is uh 
Daniel Sedin the Goon with 12 penalty minutes. <laughs> Incredible. Um, you think the somebody, Canucks are frustrated yeah. <laughs> when Daniel Sedin's <laughs> getting misconducts at the end of the game? <laughs> uh, he probably told him to to go shoot a puck or something like that. I don't know. Go shoot I, a puck, I, ref. Go shoot a puck, ref. I don't know. I can't imagine the Sedin's getting like getting any angry. I just feel like all he's yelling out there is just, it's unreasonable. It's just unreasonable. <laughs> I once like... won the Rocket Richard. <laughs> no, he's not even talking about that. He's just, he's just, he's like, I'm disappointed, ref. It's unreasonable. <laughs> he's very polite. Uh, the other, one of the other matchups was a tie. Uh, 6-6 six, six with Philip on Forge Riggers. Paul playing a bold strategy uh, not achieving the <laughs> minimum number of goalie games. Uh, of course, not helped by the fact that like half the teams in the playoffs have like six goalies. So uh, rightfully, he was a little bit angry about his inability to get to that 6-6. Six, six, but uh, I picked up three goalies last week. He could have done it. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess you, you, try to, uh, you try to play the, the streaming and I mean, there might be an interesting. I'm sure that stat, the stat is available somewhere, but seeing what the the rank of just streaming backups would be, like that, what rank that goalie would be, maybe mm. that'd be an interesting exercise. The um, I, I I think there's also an offensive part to this too. I was I picked up Kincaid, thinking that he may start on Sunday, and mm. I wasn't actually going to play him. I was just gonna sit him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then I ended up playing him, and uh, that's why I lost the week. <laughs> if um, I played Gibson, I would have won. I think Brent's been listening to the podcast. I saw that he's picked up Thomas Vanek, uh, mm. who we recommended a couple uh, episodes ago. Uh, he's still Tommy Gun. He's still playing Zdeno Chara, which I can't really recommend right now. Boston's not looking too good, even with Chara's. I'm sure he has increased. Ice well, since oh. Chara hasn't played in the last three games. Also that. I just clicked on his player card. Um, <laughs> uh, but, you know, Baby's got Backlund, still pulled out the win despite not having, despite just essentially surrendering three points. I don't know, Steve. Do you think this was just an alpha move by uh, by Paul? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Paul is the definition of alpha. Like, when you... When you when you look at our fantasy hockey league, he is the the person who you would identify as the alpha, right? <laughs> uh, and that's definitely helped as uh, perhaps we'll we'll do a little uh, update of what these semifinals are looking like. But Paul's looking pretty nice against you. Um, but just to round up our quarterfinals, I'm not facing Paul. I'm facing Wait. Megan. Oh, you're making facing Megan. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, Derek, Derek do you really know his... though? Although, running theory, I they're the same play rule. Um, it's true. And that brings us to you, Dylan. Um, I'm sorry, buddy. Losing six four to Megan. How do you yep. feel? Take us through your matchup. Yes. I, I got caught up in the streaming game. Hmm. Uh, there's two moves that I that if I didn't make, uh, I would have tied and therefore have won the matchup for the because I had the tiebreaker. Right. Uh. One of them was I had dropped um, I dropped Nate Schmidt uh, because I thought that the matchup of him in Calgary wasn't as good as I can't remember who else I picked up. It was all a whirlwind at the end of the week last week, uh, but he ended up getting two assists. I uh, tied in assists, so I lost a point there, and I played Gibson instead of Kincaid. Or sorry, I played Kincaid instead of Gibson. And if I had played Gibson, I would have tied in wins. That would have brought our score to 5-5. Five, five. And okay. uh, that's just me living in the past because I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was trying to describe what your strategy would be. I'm trying to think like in my head, like if I were to provide like a real life analogy of what like, your, your style of fantasy would be. And um, I kind of likened it to like making a soup. And like you just keep adding ingredients, but then you're like, oh wait, perhaps the celery would be not good in this soup. And then you like take it out, and then you just like keep adding the celery back in, and then you add carrots. You're like, oh wait, no, too many carrots. And you take out the carrots, and then you're just left with like kind of just, like really weird like hot water that's like kind of hot seasoned. vegetable water. It's hot not vegetable soup anymore. water, and it's like 
kind of is a mismatch of all these different <laughs> things and it's not but good, I'm... but it's not bad. I don't know. On, what do you think that on is? On top of that, he was sometimes blending the vegetables before pouring them into <laughs> right, the Right, exactly. And then he's like, uh, oh, I have to take the celery out. I'll take out everything that looks green. And Yeah. <laughs> if we if we want to keep going with this, with this analogy, I feel like I put some really good pieces of bacon in there and then I took those pieces of bacon out and said, oh, this bacon's no good. Left it on the table. Somebody came by and was like, ooh, look, good bacon. And they put it in yeah. their salad and it was delicious uh but yes. isn't that and the that story of your entire season dylan is where, not some where, <laughs> where you constantly drop good players because you're tired of them and you're like oh no i'm gonna give you up and then the rest of us get to benefit from your madness but sometimes it works though hey, like, i was say also I, I, I have to say i have to say there are a few really good moves that i made one of them was to find William Carlton before he scored 40 goals. Another one was to get Tyler Berry for, uh, sorry, Tyson Berry for um, Ryan Kessler. That that's was it. That's not that's a move. That's, that's just taking advantage of a teammate. Um, <laughs> Nobody else like, made any trades like that. Well, like, I don't know. Like, I mean, if anything that I know that the next year is like, I'll just draft like a fourth line Ducks player and just trade him to us. <laughs> To afraid. If we do a dynasty draft, we know what Justin's going to draft. He's just going to draft the ducks. Like it's just stupid. But uh, we should definitely I mean, do a dynasty also... draft. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Um, dynasty auction. I don't know. We'll talk about this later. Uh, in a different. Uh, but I think also uh, your another good move that you did was pick up um, uh, Besser as well near the beginning of the yeah, season. Yeah, I picked up Besser. Um, but of course, this this take that like no matter what you Barzal, drop, I found Barzal too. Yeah. Well, was okay, Barzal? But... I was gonna say that um, this this whole notion that like any player that you drop is good uh, doesn't really take into the fact that you just have owned every player and just have dropped every player. So of course <laughs> you're gonna be dropping good players. Well, and and let's just be clear, like you're sounding a lot like the the 2000. Well, let's say the 2012 Vancouver Canucks. You know. We, you had a, you Are had we a going great, back there again? You had a great regular season, and then and then what do you do? You shit the bed in playoffs, and really, but nobody that's the had only co- thing that matters. Nobody had confidence in those 2012 Canucks, though. Like even I knew that. Like ah, we're definitely losing this first round. Right, but that's what I'm saying. The rest of us knew Dylan was going to be out in the first round. He's the only one who thought he had a chance. This is true. I did have a chance. I was my own worst enemy in the in the in the playoffs. Honestly, if I just kept my line exactly the same the entire week, I probably would have done better. You would have just been an Italian wedding soup. Everyone would have liked you. It would have been <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All the right ingredients cooked for as exactly as long as they needed to. Is an Italian wedding soup racist? <laughs> <laughs> How? Well, why what does it the... have to be for Italians? Other ethnicities get married. <laughs> I, but isn't it a soup that you serve at an Italian wedding? I think um, no. I think I think Dylan, <laughs> we're back to you being racist again. <laughs> all right. Uh, all I can say is I've been to a lot of Italian weddings. If that's true. Um, so. <laughs> so was it the Campbell's family? <laughs> and my and big a whole fat b- Italian wedding. Um, a lot of a lot of Tim Hortons weddings too. Um, so Steve. <laughs> Uh, re- zooming into week number 23, the semis, uh, so happy to see you here. You're up against Megan, um, nicest person in the league, and right now you're down 7-3. to three. So what's your path to redemption, comeback, city, etc.? Uh, don't, don't play Jake Allen. Uh, please, please don't play Jake Allen. That's, Why do you uh, still have him? Because uh, I desperately need goalie games, and... Uh, I, I don't know. I don't have a strategy anymore. I've fallen apart, guys. Like day one, I'm already I'm already behind, and I I just don't know how to how to get out of this nosedive. Um, let's do Mary Buff Kill, um, Jake Allen, Scott Darling, and uh, Frederick Anderson. Well, I have already killed Scott Darling. Okay, because I dropped him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I try to think. What... I think I think you're gonna marry Jake Allen, because it's not gonna be a happy marriage. But I'm you're sorry, stuck what's... with each other. What, what when you said buff? I don't know what that means. Um, it's 
it's the um PG version of just saying bone or fuck demolish. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it PG, but I failed. Okay. I'll edit that out. Well, I, I guess I guess I mean Frederick Anderson is a ginger, so I will I I will buff the ginger. Is that are you into gingers? I guess is your girlfriend ginger? Uh, no, but I have no other. Does she uh, listen to the podcast? <laughs> she doesn't, but I have no information with which to make this decision. <laughs> and so you're right. All I took from uh, this is that you're into gingers. Okay, keep going. <laughs> and then I guess you're right. I'll marry Jake Allen, and I will be very unhappy. Well, apparently, fifty percent of marriages end in divorce, so perhaps yours will as well. Um. <laughs> so bizarre oh. this is the weirdest segment you have ever done um yeah all we need is uh is mike babcock in here right <laughs> yeah can mike babcock give me some marriage advice oh marriage advice with mike babcock would be an awesome awesome segment oh you're a part of the improv games can we do this <laughs> can i tap out right now yeah, okay. I'm, I'm also out. Uh, for you. okay. You're going to play all the rules. <laughs> all right. Okay, guys. You're really focused on each other's rings. You got to... Okay. I can't, I can't do it. Um, that, was, that sounded like advice for Rachel Homan. Oh, right. Uh, hey, who's that? let's flop hey. on over to that topic, guys. <laughs> all right. <laughs> what is our Rachel Homan topic? Oh. I'm looking at it. Moving right on. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Um, Get on to we'll the next th- one. We'll just take a look at the next, the other semifinal right now. Derek Soso Stevens, as of ten thirty March twentieth, is up eight one on Baby Scott Backland. Uh, Steve, in your expertise, do you think this is going to play out to Derek's favor? Oh yeah, yeah. Derek's boys—they're good boys. Um, uh, I mean, it's misleading because Derek's currently leading in goaltending stats with an 8.79 uh, goals against. <laughs> so do I think he's going to win the goaltending categories? No. Oh, Wait, those no, are Bobby Paul, Lou. That's Anderson, does, sorry. So Paul's current three goaltenders are Darcy Comper, uh, Juicy Soros. I, <laughs> Juicy. <laughs> Juicy Soros and an injured Carter Hutton. Um who just had an MRI on his neck. So, uh, I don't know much about injuries, but things to the neck seem bad. But uh, they didn't find anything. That's the key. Um, I, uh, apparently, they're, well, they're hold looking on. at he could be back within, within a couple Does that weeks. mean they didn't, they didn't find his neck? Because that'd be troubling. <laughs> Can I change who I'm going to uh, buff, Mary kill? <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> You're, are you gonna? Oh, uh, you can cheat on Allen with Hutton if you want. I guess, <laughs> <laughs> like the St. Louis Blues do. The, yes, exactly. Hi. Uh, so it would be now Mary Buff, uh, Kill, and Infidel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure you don't mean Infidel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Commit infidelity with cheat with. I guess. Anyway, affair. Oh, infidel. affair. There we go. Affair would anyway. be the fourth. In my expert opinion, as yes. somebody in the playoffs, I think that that matchup is closer than it looks. Okay. Uh, this is like the early stages of playing Risk, where like one person's dominating, but their troops are really spread out, so like they can be easily demolished. That right? sounds like me playing Risk. <laughs> <laughs> like The first 10 turns, I'm like, I'm king of the world! You're king of the world, and then you drop Nazem Kadri, right? All right. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. Nazem Kadri is usually Australia. Um, so uh, the other day, the other thing that so now that we've kind of done our rundown, so just taking a look at Nazem Kadri, uh, apparently he has the nickname Nitty Mittens. Um, there's this uh, there's this list of uh, Wikipedia uh, a Wikipedia article that kind of went a little bit viral on Reddit about a list of ice hockey nicknames. Uh, some real classics on there, like Ed Jovanovsky, Jovokop, Curtis Joseph, Cujo, um, which makes you wonder why Martin Jones is known as Joner. That's kind of weird. Uh, I mean, but... <laughs> his last name is Jones. Do you know what Shane Doan is known as? 
Donor. I Donor. The, the only problem with Joner's like just dangerously close to Boner, which is which so I'm donor. sure. But Donor, like Shane Doan, like I would not mess with him. Not that I would mess with any of these um <laughs> these hockey players. Like I would not Do we all have the do we all have the list open? Yeah. Okay. How about uh Steve, close the list. Okay. I'm going to read out a player and you tell me what their nickname is, okay? Okay. All right. I'm just, uh, Let's start with some easy ones first, okay? Wait, can someone just reload the page and check what Jake Allen's uh, nickname is? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can anybody edit Wikipedia? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You messed up the uh, flag, though. The flag is just template country data. Don't worry. I fixed that, too. All right. So, okay. Let's go through uh, some players here. <laughs> yes, this is amazing. Jake Allen. What's his nickname? It's it's terrible. Okay. I, I'm screenshotting this now for when it inevitably becomes taken down. Also, uh, for the for the tweet. For the tweets. Um, how about... <laughs> oh, here's a good one. What's Matt Barkowski's nickname? Um, Matty? <laughs> it's Tank Commander. <laughs> <laughs> okay, somebody was just editing the Wikipedia page just like me and decided <laughs> Tank Commander had to be on there. That's a good one. Uh, team one Tank. Of was Hashtag Team R Tank. Uh, Rick DiPietro. Do you know that one? Rick, uh, no. What one of his several? Uh, my favorite one of his was uh, injured. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but deep. Oh gosh, DP Ricky Deep Rico Ricky Ricky Dip DiPietro all all golden. Rickety Dippity isn't there. That's a lost opportunity. I know, right? My goodness. Um, Ty Domi, the Albanian assassin, classic. Um, Dylan, you seem to know why Ray Ferraro was known as Chicken Parm. Yeah, Ray Ferraro's name is name is Chicken Parm because he ate chicken parm before every single game. It's like his pregame meal. That's what he ate every day. Wow, that's chicken like Parm. I'd get sick of that. Uh, that'd be like naming me. I don't know, like spaghetti. That'd be or microwave samosas. Italian oh. wedding. Oh, Italian wedding. Yes. Italian wedding. The Italian wedding. Oh, that'd be so sick. <laughs> Okay, here's another one. How about yeah. Dale Weiss? Oh, it's um, it's it's the Swedish Gretzky. What, Dutch, what league did Dutch he go Dutch Gretzky. And play? Yeah, Dutch Gretzky. Dutch Gretzky. Right. Good, good. <laughs> uh, how about uh, here? Let's just do a random one here. Brandon Saad. Oh, I don't. That I have no idea. I, the first nickname on here is the Man Child. <laughs> uh, Dylan, what would you? What would? What nickname would you bestow on Brandon Saad? Uh. Hmm. Ten shots, no goals. Ten shots, no goals. There we go. It's a bit, um, it's a bit wordy for a nickname. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> you know, well, ten uh, shots, about... no goals. Pass me the puck. Ten shots, no goals. Pass me... <laughs> how about this but one? No Rob one's yelling man child on the ice either. So, <laughs> Rob Shrimp. Um the the Shrimpinator. <laughs> Bob the Builder. <laughs> <laughs> that makes as much sense as the Shrimpinator. Let's um, see if there's any of these that you could get that you could get. Uh you also like I came to hockey late in my life, so I don't late in my life, he says. You know? <laughs> late in my life. I mean thus far. Uh. Let's go with uh oh this one's easy. Thomas Tatar. Tartar sauce? Yeah, it's in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which is longer than his name. Oh well, yeah, but not as it's, it's more fun to say. More fun to say, uh, Steve. What nickname would you give Dylan as a fantasy hockey player? Um, Bobbles. Bobbles. <laughs> not crappy soup. I can't keep. I can't pay attention on one thing. My head's always going around. Sure, that works. Yeah, that's. It's also a pretty good segue <laughs> to our next segment. I'm I'm a master of podcasting. <laughs> Uh, speaking of bobbles, uh, there's a stat that's going around is Eric Stahl is now one goal away from joining Gordie Howe as the only player in history to score 40 goals 
plus in at least nine seasons apart with none in between. Um, that's crazy. I, I mean, we've kind of seen a resurgence of older players this year, haven't we? Uh, Eric Stahl, uh, Anze Kopitar is at a points, uh, points career best. Uh, Ovechkin, of course, kind of refining his mojo after a disappointing playoffs. Phil Kessel. Jerome Jaeger had the fantastic season that he has. Jerome Yanker? Jaeger. Who's Jerome Yanger? I hate you so much. <laughs> Is that like I a weird homologation of Jerome Inginla and Jeremy Yager? <laughs> it's okay. He came to hockey late in his life. <laughs> I feel I feel like I didn't do anything wrong there and I'm being made fun of, but I don't know why. <laughs> um I don't know. And I was just taking a look at the things. Our, guys, where do you think our number one uh, Canuck is? In, and who is in what? In, in points. Like what this season? Yeah. Uh, Isn't it Daniel? Bro- bro- Brock Besser? Brock Besser is our number one scorer. Uh, yeah. Do you know what position in the league he is? Overall? Like, overall? Like, uh, of skaters? Yeah. I'm going to guess 38. Uh, 60. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, behind, you know, Brent Burns, who had, like, who didn't score for the first couple months of the season. Braden Point. Our favorite sleeper, Taro Taronavainen. Rickard Rackle. All these... <laughs> all these gems. <laughs> Rickard uh, Rackle. Good old Ricky Rackle. <laughs> Ricky Racks. Uh, Rickard Rackle, now in a six-pack. Yeah. Um, do we have any idea, like... I don't know. You guys probably watch more hockey than I do. Do we know why all these good players, these older players, all of a sudden doing really well again? I have a theory. Yeah, what's your theory? These guys are working out harder than they ever have, and the game is not as physical as it used to be. Yeah? There's no jokes there. I just think that's the reason. Yeah, fair enough. Um, And I think also they revamped the slashing rule this season too, right? So that probably helps them true less slashing mm-hmm. equals more goals uh but also perhaps they're taking tips from mr mark savard uh who has now has a youtube account this was kind of plugged on i guess the 31 thoughts podcast a couple episodes ago uh, i love this have... section of our podcast 31 thoughts on 31 <laughs> 31 thoughts. on 31 uh hashtag <laughs> ask 31 on 31 um <laughs> <laughs> Um, but he has now has a YouTube channel. Uh, looks like it's called Project Ninety One, which I believe was his number in the league. Yeah. And he looks like he just goes through. Uh, he just tapes his stick a bunch of different ways. So I love his intro. Welcome back to another edition of Taping Twigs with Savvy. Tonight we have a <laughs> Taping Twigs with Savvy. Uh, <laughs> which I don't know. I. I watched for way longer than I thought I would. Uh, it's like an 11 minute video. I got to like six minutes before I was like, why am I still watching this? I don't play hockey. Um, do you guys go at any like YouTube deep dives and just end up like, why did I end up here? That's literally every night of my life. Steve, do you? Uh, I, I don't. I don't spend a lot of time on YouTube. Ah, okay. Uh, but what's the weirdest video you've ended up on on YouTube in your deep dive? I found a bunch of videos where uh, I, I think you probably already know this, but like wood turning videos, like people making bowls. Oh, okay. But there's like a whole like. You took a I class guess, on that, didn't you? I did. I did yeah. because I got so obsessed with it that I wanted to try it. <laughs> Wait, um, Dylan, you and I are woodworking buddies. Uh, I don't know if I'd put myself in that category just yet. You you don't like working with wood? <laughs> I love working with wood, but. <laughs> I wouldn't call myself a woodworker yet. Okay. Well, fair enough. Only when I'm alone. How about you, Steve? Do you stumble across any weird... Hold on, hold on. I didn't finish my thought. Okay. The... (laughs) The... the, There's like a whole subculture, I guess, of turning things that are not wood. And uh, there's a guy, his name is... I always forget his last name and his first name, but he puts stuff in resin and then makes bowls out of them. And he did one out of like 
cotton balls. He made a bowl out of cotton balls. Steve is just messaging our group chat just pictures of wooden things he's made, I'm, sh- I'm guessing. <laughs> and, like, no, everyone's going to be very confused. <laughs> wow, these are good. Yeah. Yeah, no. This I, is really I, good I, podcasting, too. I bet everybody can see this. Yeah, man, We'll tweet these out. <laughs> we'll tweet it out. When you're listening to the podcast while on your bike, you know, just open up the Twitter account. Go to at YOLO bag shoes nope st louis shoes <laughs> at st louis shoes we have very go consistent back, branding come on <laughs> go back to the tweets from last week and you will find five pictures of my wood <laughs> um how about you I like Steve? the you, length of it have you gone on any weird youtube deep dives like how have you what videos have you stumbled across i mean i don't i I'm, peter brown like I his name's peter brown sorry okay I just remember thanks <laughs> tweet at him <laughs> we're big fans um so i i don't like i said i don't do a lot of deep dives but do you guys remember um a, a few years ago um unedited footage of a bear no you don't remember Is that the bear fight fo- no no it's that's what it's called it's called unedited footage of a bear uh, okay have you told me or anybody in this group about this in the last two or three years, I can't. I mean, I don't know why. I don't know why I would. <laughs> I have. I've had a note on my phone that just says <laughs> unedited footage of a bear for like four years, and I have no idea what it was from. Well, uh, maybe it was from me. Uh, I recommend that you go check it out. Unedited footage of a bear. <laughs> okay like can you I sell guess, us on it or something i like, guess i could have just why should this. i go watch no just don't even don't don't just i'm i want you to guys i want you guys to just look at this okay um, we'll do it after the podcast we'll, we'll do it we'll do it after the pod <laughs> no somehow... we're gonna pause the pod we're pausing the podcast <laughs> well i don't know if this is for real or not are we no. actually i i just sent you a link Okay, so I will attempt to try to make this entertaining as we watch a video of unedited. No, 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 no. We're we're pausing the podcast. Don't worry. (laughs) Okay. I think this was edited. (laughs) Okay. Do we have to do a podcast still? <laughs> and that, that was one unedited footage of a bear. <laughs> My soul hurts. Okay. Um... Welcome back to Winter is Coming, a fantasy podcast with, uh, with your hosts, Alex and Dylan. And uh, I'm the guest of the week, Stephen. Uh, it's nice to see you all. Thanks for, uh, thanks for joining us again. Hey, Steve. Uh, if we sound, like, disturbed or, like not know what's going on just because we just watched unedited footage of a bear i think i need to take um, my claradrill i think i i don't know if i don't know i think i need like uh i think i need to talk with mike babcock <laughs> our marriage counselor <laughs> oh. <laughs> um yeah uh i don't know i don't think we'll tweet that one out uh we encourage <laughs> listeners to uh to search that up if they're serious to find out why we sound so perturbed, disturbed. Um, I was just going to share the fact that I was really obsessed with German chiropractic videos for like a month, but um, I feel like that doesn't really matter anymore. It doesn't matter. Um, I was going to, I was going to ask what kind of like taping twigs was savvy is like kind of like a really like mundane, like, really esoteric tutorial and like what kind of stuff would you film if you had to produce something like that i don't feel like that matters anymore either uh this the segment thanks steve (laughs) i mean you asked you asked me a question about about youtube videos and i just sent you guys a link to a youtube video you sent us a link to like i don't know not a youtube (laughs) video but like a challenge in what reality is and like (laughs) a challenge in 
you know, I feel like this is what they would show like soldiers or secret agents that like they're trying to vet people to see if they can handle the mental trauma and stress of the job. And I don't know. The best part about unedited footage of a bear is I believe that like it aired randomly at 3 a.m. on Adult Swim without any notice or anything. It just showed up on the television for anyone who was watching in the middle of the night. Oh my gosh. And you know people were watching because they were just trying to like fall asleep too, right? That's what 3 a.m. programming is? Yeah. I wish I was there for the first... That really? Just like, do you, yeah, Dylan? I do. I don't, I, think do. I'd, I don't think I'd be able to sleep still. I feel like it oh. would ruin me for like a couple of days, but I feel like on the other side, I'd be a more knowledgeable person. <laughs> it, when, when, when it kind of blew up, it was a special time, and uh, it was a dark time, for sure, on the internet, but you know, we, we all got through it, and now we're here. I think I can, on my phone, I can check this off of my reminders now. I think you can, yeah. Uh, that's... <laughs> Just delete the note, delete everything. I don't know. Erase your phone, Dylan. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. I guess we'll move on <laughs> somehow. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> this is the greatest. Uh, you know how they said Lyndon would play on one leg in the Stanley Cup finals? Um, this is the equivalent of that in podcasting, is to continue podcasting <laughs> after watching unedited footage of a bear. Uh, uh, he's going to pod! You me. believe it? He's going to pod! <laughs> um, there, was some, there was a couple... Um, I'm a big fan of the, the short shifts section of the uh, NHL.com website. Uh, there were a couple uh, stories that kind of grabbed my eye. Uh, one, the U.S. men's curling team is the the hottest athletes. Uh, that was phrased poorly. Uh, <laughs> they, they are, are the, the hottest athletes, especially the, the guy the tr- with the mustache. They're the trendiest athletes of uh, the Winter Olympics, especially Matt Hamilton, the guy with the mustache. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because I feel like people have this weird uh, assumption that they can just do curling without much practice. But I mean, it's those true. Guys, it's one of those sports that like looks so easy. Mm-hmm. And so I think but everyone's just sort of like interested in it because they're like, oh, it's just throwing things down on the ice. But yeah, yeah it's it, so hard. It's like that annoying friend who's like, yeah, I, you know, I could have been a lawyer. You know, I thought about going to law school. And you're <laughs> yeah. like, those are two completely different things there, buddy. Like, <laughs> like law school is a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are there other sports like curling? That are like really easy to look at or watch, but are probably not. I that, mean, I feel like people assume that with like skeleton and luge and bobsled, they're like, oh, you just have to like hop in. But it's like billiards, maybe. Too. Yeah, but but the thing about skeleton and luge is that you all acknowledge you could die doing it. No yeah, one is yeah, under yeah. the impression that you're gonna die during curling. But you also <laughs> heard about it like during the Olympics was um like all those skeleton and luge guys were like like college level track athletes like they're all ex- incredibly explosive athletes yeah that's where the athleticism comes in well and that's been one of the big changes in curling in in recent years where you've seen uh, a lot uh, a lot of the younger younger curlers just being really athletic really no bellies athletic. anymore yeah it's it's similar to golf after tiger woods um except for uh what's his face the American guy, John Schuster, the guy who looks no, like not Mario, Schuster. Um, <laughs> Matt Hamilton, Matt Hamilton, yeah, yeah. Anyways, so the U.S. men's curling team was doing yet another uh, puck drop. Uh, I think they did it at the Winter Classic. Yeah, they, they did, where they did the curling. But I mean, I they've just been doing their their media tour, uh, and <laughs> the uh, I forget who the game was between, but uh, they used curling brooms as a face off. Uh, for the face-off, uh, ceremonial face-off, not the actual face-off. Kopitar and, and Parise. Yeah. Uh, so I was thinking, um, yes, those would be terrible hockey sticks, but I would wonder, <laughs> like, what would a specialty stick that was designed solely to win a face-off look like? Uh, the shape of Manny Malhotra? <laughs> 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 Wouldn't it just be like a giant spoon? Who? <laughs> or or a spork? Would a spork be better? Could you just like 
could you could like puncture the puck it. and like yeah and just like grab although it i think that'd be an immediate stoppage of play and then you'd have to have another face off and <laughs> well especially because the i are the pucks no 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 i'm i'm trying to remember are, are the, the they're pucks made of they... frozen rubber <laughs> they're not donuts you can't just put a fork <laughs> in them we're not playing <laughs> ringettes <laughs> no. No, I was just remembering a story about the uh, the glowing puck era and and how they had to design pucks specially for that. But oh, uh, okay. No. Um, would it would it just be like the opposite handed stick, like a reverse hook, and then you just like hook it back? Are there any players that? Well, you know, there's like off handed goalies, It'd be yeah. like a right handed, uh, right plays the puck right handed but holds his stick left handed. Hmm. Um. I definitely do that in the short amount of times that I've played like floor hockey goalie or roller hockey goalie. I hold my goalie stick in my right hand and I have to flip it to play the puck. Um, but oh. are there any guys that win faceoffs offhanded so that their curves like curve backwards when they're doing when they're on the backhand? I don't know, but that'd be a great thing to research for next podcast. For all you fans out there, why don't you research for us? <laughs> um, well, the other thing I was thinking about is what would like uh, like other scenarios. What would they look like to have a uh, specialty stick? I was thinking goalies. Uh, well, of course, goalies have their own special <laughs> stick. Thanks, Dylan. Um, <laughs> uh, but I was like thinking, a shootout stick. A, like a shootout stick would have both curves, so like you'd be able to have a really sick backhand <laughs> and a forehand. It'd be like a like a, a spout from like a whale, you know? <laughs> Didn't Ovechkin already do that in the All-Star game that one year where he had two sticks? Oh, but that was... Kind of the same it, thing. It, no? It'd still be one stick. Didn't o- Ovi also use a mini stick one year? I think he did, yeah. Yeah. Sounds like yeah. an Ovi thing. Uh, what would like a I have a penalty and I'm sitting in the box stick look like? Maybe it's just a trident. I'm sure Steve would just say it'd be a Nintendo Switch. <laughs> why would it be a nintendo switch I, I mean i'm confused for two reasons one why would it be a nintendo switch and, and two and maybe more importantly why would i like why are you sure steven would say that oh because like it'd be two minutes or five minutes of just you needing to entertain yourself and i know you're a big fan of breath of the wild so i just thought you'd really agree with me <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. yeah <laughs> Um, I'm sh- the the joke would have still landed if it was a Game Boy or whatever, whatever the kids <laughs> oh, are playing. No, or it wouldn't Joe be a Thornton's, trident. Thornton's rooster. <laughs> it wouldn't be a trident. It would be like a. It would be the same stick as the as the faceoff goal or blah, blah, faceoff stick, a big spoon, so you could just cover the camera that's in the penalty box with your stick. Ah yeah. oh, man, I. That that camera is just so unflattering. I don't know if any players ever look good with that camera. Just like <laughs> it's like the worst shot. It's like the forty five degree like looking up. So everybody looks super fat for some reason. And for whatever reason they're still using like wide angle GoPros in there. But like <laughs> not the good ones, like the ones no, that were like from five, from years, five ago. years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, NHL. Get with the times. Um the other thing that uh, that kind of came up was uh, there was kind of a list of the top 10 NHL giveaways of the season. Um, there, of course, were Brent Burns bobbleheads. Um, hey, Fergie. Yeah. Remember earlier when we were talking about bobbleheads and I was like, hey, that's a great segue for our next topic. And then oh. you started talking <laughs> about old NHL players instead of <laughs> the article about bobbleheads. Oh, <laughs> I, I honestly didn't hear bobbleheads. I was so focused of staying on schedule that it, <laughs> um, they had a Patrick Eves beard for for the Ducks. Um, they had little Mark Andre Fleury paper masks. But Dylan, if your yeah. um, fantasy team was a franchise, what would you do as a giveaway? Oh well, I think you guys already know what my giveaway would be. My giveaway would, would just be like contracts for all of my players. You could just like I'd just be giving away my players at the door. Hey, you want to take a Nazem Kadri? Yeah, take him home. Victor Arvidsson? Yeah, I think he might be bruised up a little bit. He might miss a game or two, but he should be good to go after that. Go ahead. 
Steve, what what would your uh, your giveaway be for your franchise? Well, I went to a uh, I went to an Ottawa Senators game on Military Appreciation Night, and they gave okay. us uh, hand towels. And <laughs> wait, wait, hand towels? Yeah, they're hand towels. Uh, Not and... like a white flag waving towel. I mean, it's a towel, and it's got, like, we support the military or something on it, Ottawa Centers, and it's a really lousy towel. So I'm thinking we would give out really nice hand towels, like, <laughs> they feel good. Monogrammed, of course. Yeah. Monogrammed yeah, with your yeah. seat number? With your seat number, yes. And Jake Allen's <laughs> safe percentage, right? Oh, come on, man. <laughs> You're married. You can't escape to Jake Allen. I want a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> You're cheating on him with Carter Hutton. Um, <laughs> uh, but before we end off for the week, uh, do you guys have any hot fantasy tips for any of our listeners? Um, the Coyotes, I understand, are like one of the league's best teams since January. And it seems like everybody's... Um, I don't know if that's actually correct. I, I just know they've been pretty good since January. And uh, uh, I saw they recently recalled Dylan Strom, one of their top prospects. So perhaps maybe lo- that might be an interesting pickup to keep on your watch list. Uh, how about you guys? Who are you keeping an eye out on? Well, you made some pickups before we started, Steve. I did. Uh, I, I wish I had known that Arizona was the hottest team in the league. I might have uh, made different picks. <laughs> but but uh I picked up uh, Brian <laughs> I picked Brian Rust up for uh Scott Darling. You know, Brian Rust is probably available in all of your leagues because he's not a great player, but uh in your deep leagues, hey, you know, getting a Pittsburgh penguin might be worth your while. And uh yeah, that's what I recommend. And drop Jake Allen. <laughs> Just drop Drake. Drop Jake. Yeah, don't drop hashtag Drake. hashtag <laughs> drop Jake. <laughs> uh, for those of you who have been watching the waiver wire closely and have uh, realized that everyone on the Boston Bruins is injured, um, you should be looking at. Uh, I'm, I can't even remember his name. I'm stalling because Danton. I don't remember his name. Danton Heinen. Danton no, Heinen not... was one. Yeah, Danton well, that was Heinen one guy who is that's back. Probably available. Danton Heinen who is back, and um, that other guy that they just brought up, uh, whose name sounds similar. God damn it! What's his name? Ryan Donato. There we Ryan go. Ryan Donato currently at a three point oh point per game. Exactly. Uh, but he won't be actually uh, free to pick up in Yahoo pools until March 22nd. Um, so you might have to wait. Uh, and appropriately, he's from Harvard. So I don't think he had to move. Harvard Yard. Harvard Yard. The Boston now, Bot Ruins. Now that's racist. <laughs> I don't think Bostonian is a race. Ooh. They or don't are prefer- they just called Bostones? I know that they're mighty. Well, that's racist. And on end... had to knock on... No? Okay. Okay. Well, before Dylan gets us suspended from iTunes, uh, it'd probably be good to, <laughs> to uh, end tonight's episode. Uh, before we sign off, uh, Steve, do you have anything to plug? Um, I, I, think, I think everyone should go check out unedited footage of a bear. Uh, I think that it's a, it's a really interesting project. And uh, just, just check it out on YouTube. Um, in the same, in the same search, you should also look up too many cooks. Too many cooks. Dun, too dun, many dun, cooks. Dun, too many cooks. Too many cooks is a good one. Uh, I that that one isn't. You can watch that one before bed and not be too bad about that. Yeah, don't um, watch unedited footage <laughs> footage of a bear. Uh, uh well, yeah. So we'll we'll end it there. Uh, thanks for joining in for another episode of the winter's coming fantasy hockey podcast as always i've been your host dylan uh i'm not dylan wait you're <laughs> dylan <laughs> i'm a bear uh and i guess that means something else in some cultures um <laughs> <laughs> my name's dylan he's fergie our guest was steve tweet at and us. that's racist <laughs> <laughs> tweet us tweet us on twitter 
Uh, so yeah, tweet at us at St. Louis Shoes. Email us at yolobag at stlouisshoes.com. You're falling apart. It is so bad. Uh, Dylan just copy and paste a different editing from a different episode. See ya. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Wow. That's an amazing (laughs) train wreck from start to finish.